signature tune. I really do. I think it's so beautiful. Well, you're now listening to the program VOC SOS Helpline with Shahida Kali. And of course, in this part of the program, I respond to you as a registered clinical psychologist. And so this program is you know, kind of um, directed at people who are wanting to ask questions or comments um, that are about heart, heart sake, about emotional stuff, about difficulties, etc. And it's about sadness. And I'd want to say and happiness because it's about achieving happiness. How do I get better? How do I feel happy? How do I bring about change? How do I help myself to have new beginnings? And this program tonight, we want to lift the spirit of our people. It's such a beautiful time in which we're having much to celebrate. And I know that there is also sadness, but it's life is about having to have Patience with the difficulty that we face very, very often, but also having the gratitude for that which we can be grateful for and joyful for in order to help us to cope with that which isn't lacquer. I'm immediately thinking of people who are struggling at the moment with pain and sore and not lacquer, of which one of those people are is a very, very dear loved one of mine um, who is really not well. And and I love you so much, Zarina. And I'm thinking of you. And my thoughts are when the prophet's words, when speaking with people who are struggling with pain and illness, when he says, La inshallah. Verily, this is an atonement by Allah. Allah loves people whom Allah makes ill because it is a way in which Allah cleanses you from any impurity in one's journey in, in meeting Allah one day. Inshallah. May Allah make it easier on you and everyone else who's struggling with pain and one wishes one can do more. But to say, Ya Allah, please help with that, with the pain that our loved ones are feeling, please help to make it better. Please grant them sabr and courage to cope with it because it's not liquor. It isn't easy. May Allah make it easier on you, inshallah. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Allahumma ameen, thumma ameen. I'd like to get to the um, the program in which you are welcome to send me SMSs on the SMS number 47913. You can also phone me on the number 0214423530. And I have an SMS that had come through in which the person is saying, I'm in a job. I'm not enjoying it. I do it for the money to pay the bills and to buy whatever it is they need to buy. And they're asking for some advice. I'm going to attend to this SMS after the break. Stay with us. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo.
Dakali, and you tune to the program called VOC SOS Helpline. So the SMS said, I am in a job that I'm not enjoying. I do it for the money, to pay the bills and to get by. And so the person is asking for some advice. I think the first is to say thank you for having sent in the uh, SMS. Clearly, you must be in a position where you really feel I'm not enjoying my job otherwise you wouldn't have sent in this SMS. I'd I'd want to say whilst you're in the job one has to allow oneself to be grateful for that job because there are so many people who do not have jobs. So I think for you to come by, because when you're in a job and you're telling yourself, I really don't want to be here. I hate the fact that I have to be here. I'm so unhappy. It stresses me out. It. I'm in a depression. I w- don't want to be here. It's eight hours of horrible labor. That is not good for you. It is also not helpful. So the first step is to say, change the thoughts that you hold about the job. So to be able to say, by the grace of the creator, I'm grateful for this job. I would like to be in another job. But can I find a place in which I can feel gratitude for the now? Because the now is all that you have. And in that now you have a job which allows you to pay the bills and to buy whatever you have to buy. That in itself is such a blessing. So I think, and and I'm mentioning that because I work with people and I know how it can distress them and make them feel extremely unhappy when they're in a job and they don't want to be there. So the first thing is changing the thoughts around the job at the time when you're in the job. So you can plan. I don't want to be here. I'm putting a plan in place. But while I'm here, can I be grateful for the fact that it allows me to pay the bills and to buy this for me and to buy bread and make it make it specific? Oh, my word, I'm able to travel with the train or the bus or in my car and I'm able to put petrol in because my job, when I took that call, which is a part of my job, it enabled me to buy a bread. So if you look at that and you break down the parts of your job and you associate it with a gift that you get and benefit from that particular action, it helps you to kind of get through the period in which you are still in this job and look after your mental health well-being, that you don't go into a depression, you know, when you are in this job that you are clearly not enjoying. Then comes the question of, and, and then you have to take a pen and paper and, and jot down, you, you want to ask yourself, so what do I want to do? Because depending on what you want to do, you want to look at your CV. Does my CV match that which I'd like to do? Because the next question will be, do I have to upskill myself? For example, I'm now, um, I'm a receptionist, for example, and I would like to be a PA to the MD. Now, in order for me to be a PA of the, to the MD, I need to learn certain um, computer skills or computer programs that they work at my work, use at my workplace. So now I know I've got to request that they send me on um, training for that. So what I'm saying is you look at what you want to do, you look at your current CV, and you look at is my CV compatible for that which I would like to do. So can I sell myself with that CV? Because you have to then plan. 
So it's, that is why I say you've got to have your thoughts right about the job that you're in at the moment because this is not a quick fix. You now have to plan. You've got to go through, okay, if I'm going to go and do um, the the um, computer courses, it's going to take me two, three months. So now I know I'm already shifting the job. I can't get a job now. I'll have to wait two to three months later when I will have my certificate, when I can change my CV, then I can make applications. Then you have a target. So you will target either agencies that will, um, that you have to approach who deals with the positions that you're looking for or companies, particular companies. You can then make a list of those companies, go online, go on their websites, because certain companies advertise posts on their websites. You can also phone the HR department and, and ask them which agency recruits for your company. So certain positions get recruited by certain agencies. For example, if you take a big company, they might have one recruitment agency looking after the admin staff. They might have another recruitment agency looking after their technical staff. So you want to get that information so that you apply as specifically to the correct place where you want to be. And that's how you're going to work, you know, your your job hunting, because if you're not happy, then you need to look at what can I do to change that. And so you can either change things if there are things that you are unhappy about in your job. You have the opportunity to look at, okay, I'm not happy about this specific part of my job. What does it need for me to change that or address that? And you make a list of it. You put a time frame to it and you go for it. And you really follow through with it and you make things happen because when you're not happy about something, you have to make the changes. It's not just going to happen. So it's wonderful you've already done that. You've taken the first step and say, please advise me, which is great. You, you are already in agency phase, doing phase, getting things done phase. Great stuff, great job. You're on your way. Don't stop now. Just go. And then to have sober with the process, patience with the process. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to look at, and when you have a, what we used to call a dear John letter, you didn't get the job, you have to believe that the creator holds something bigger than that, more special than that for you. And so continue, do not lose sight of your new beginnings you wish to have and may the creator make it easier on you and grant you the success that you that you are seeking inshallah ameen we continue with another sms that i'd received and it says um ameen for all the duas Shukran for the advice and the Qasida played. I SMS regarding the passing of my husband a year ago and can't realize that he is no more. I feel more contented every day. Alhamdulillah, 
يا رب العالمين may Allah guide and protect shahida shukran so much shukran so much for that dua i appreciate it so much we all need the duas of others alhamdulillah i'm so glad that you are shifting part of having to deal with the loss of a loved one is having to have sabr with your process because your process you know the part that says i can't get it in my mind that he is that he is passed on that's part of the process that's a, a very normal human being part of your process so be graceful and merciful towards yourself and all the time asking allah ya allah help me to make it easier as i walk my road so you you cry for your loss and you embrace the gratitude that allah has given you the husband that had now passed on and the memories that you today can treasure for the rest of your life and may allah make it easier on you and grant your husband a great and beautiful and a high place in jannah and for him to be in the company of the salihin inshallah i think we we are at a stage where we want to take commercial news and when we come back after that we have a beautiful track called unity forgiveness and it's done by fakhri isaacs enjoy my radio station your radio station our radio station the voice of the cape 